What's going on, America? And welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Um, it is an interesting time to be alive. Um, you know, we called it earlier on this show, this program. We've talked about it forever. COVID-19 is apparently a thing again. And apparently there are spikes all over the place. And people are dying in the streets. And there's body bags everywhere. And it's absolute carnage. Oh, wait. It's none of those things. That's right. Tommy Vexed, uh, the lead singer of Bad Wolves. He's coming on Dear America Live on Wednesday, what? by the way. Uh, he made conservative headlines after his marker video showing Black Lives Matter and George Soros and all that other stuff. So for those of you who don't know who Tommy Vexed is, Tommy Vexed is a black guy who sings hard rock music. Uh, he's very famous, his band, in the hard rock industry. And he has kind of broken the mold and actually speaking out about what's going on. But anyway, he said it very very well in a live feed he was doing the other day. He's just sitting there eating and all this stuff. And he's talking about COVID. And he said... Where are all the sick people? Where did they go? How come the first like month of all the coronavirus stuff, like every celebrity ever was getting coronavirus mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And now all of a sudden we're seeing all these spikes of cases, but where are all the sick people? Where, yeah. where are all the videos of people dying in the hospital can barely breathe on ventilators? Where did they go? And I thought that that was a really simple question, but a really good one. Where are all the sick people? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that, that's part of it. It's a spike in positive <laughs> cases, but that doesn't mean you're sick. Right. So, so, so let's talk about misconceptions here. Okay. So uh, Nancy Pelosi and all her genius is already trying to uh, say that we need to do a nationwide mandate of face mask wearing. Uh -huh. Nationwide mandate. Uh, yeah, Texas right. and Florida are shutting bars down and stuff again. Um, and it's absolute insanity. I, I don't think that's the answer. And here's why. One, those bars aren't going to survive another lockdown. Okay. The bars that are still open barely survived the first lockdown. Mm -hmm. And why are we discriminating against bars? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like any place that 51% of your sales come from alcohol, they're shutting you down. Why? Why are those like the places? Right. That are, what about pools? <laughs> what about lakes where people gather? What so about while we're miserable, you know, stuck at home, we can't go out and have a drink? Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so let's get back to realities of this, okay? Coronavirus positive COVID-19 cases are. They're skyrocketing. They're going up. But why? There's a lot of things there's a lot of things around that. Testing, okay? So in the height of the coronavirus outbreak, I keep saying coronavirus, the COVID-19 outbreak, we were lucky to get back each individual establishment that was submitting tests, we were lucky to get back about 50, mm -hmm. all right, test a day. Now we're getting upwards of four to 500 tests a day, okay? So naturally, there you go. Another thing that people don't understand about this test that they give you, if you have antibodies of the COVID-19 virus, meaning you've already had it and are now immune to it or, or, or you've gotten over it, that shows up as a positive hmm. for COVID-19, okay? It shows up as a positive. So a lot of these tests are people that aren't even sick. They're just tests from people that are going to work and they have to get tested, blah, 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 blah. And then there's already reports of nurses and doctor's offices saying that they accidentally sent in 
a test that they didn't use. They opened it, but then they never used it. And somehow it got sent in and it came back positive <laughs> for COVID-19. Wow. So you tell me now, another thing that n- apparently no one's talking about because this isn't important for some reason is as the positive cases are skyrocketing, the deaths are going down, mm-hmm. which means that the, that the, the, the mortality, mortality rate, rate for this thing is virtually nothing yeah you have you have a 98.7 percent chance of not only surviving this thing but being perfectly fine pretty good odds what the crap are we talking about yeah i and the cases go up and nobody's saying how yeah there were protests where hundreds of thousands of people were walking right next to each other in the street uh, does that have anything to do with the uptick in cases, the fact that we had all these protests? Yes, and so I want to get into that really quick. So hold that thought, because before we do, we need to talk about Liberty University. Yes. Okay, everybody knows that we have teamed up with Liberty. They're an amazing university. I'm going to school there, finishing my degree. I started when I was in the military. They're military, cop, God, firefighter, they're all those things. They're amazing. They work with you. Uh, you can go to liberty.edu slash dear America right now and apply to get back in school and get your application fee waived. That's liberty.edu slash dear America. And who knows, maybe we'll be in the same class together. So go now, liberty.edu slash dear America. All right. So yes, you brought up a good point. Okay. Why is it that the media, okay, in the same articles, will say that this is what they've actually said, words verbatim, not me putting words into their mouths. There is zero signs that show that the Black Lives Matter protest, I like to call them riots because that's what they actually are, has led to any uptick of COVID-19 cases. But yet the day after Trump holds the Tulsa rally, Arizona COVID-19 tests skyrocket. Or Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oklahoma test cases skyrocket. Yeah. Um, I, I find it. And so just yesterday, just yesterday, they showed the Chicago Pride March or whatever. Well, there's tens of thousands of people marching for LGBTQ Pride mm-hmm. or whatever, which is fine. Go for it. That's your rights as an American. But everybody's cool with that. But apparently COVID-19 is only uh, catchable if you're a conservative. Right. Everything else doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm not saying that that the COVID-19 virus is not a real virus. Okay. I'm not saying that. Obviously it is. It's probably a virus that's going to be here for forever. Okay. I'm not saying that people haven't lost their lives to it. And that is horrifically unfortunate. And China should pay for what they've done. But what the crap are we doing trying to destroy our economy and our lives over something that has almost a 99% survival rate? And, and, and out of that, the majority of those cases aren't even bad. The only celebrity that I've heard lately that had it was uh, Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys. Hmm. And they did an interview with him just the other day. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, no, I'm good. You know, kind of thing. And so a lot of people are getting tested just because they have to, to go to work or all this other stuff. Not because they feel bad. Right. Because they have to. And, you know, it's just, look, man, when Black Lives Matter started, okay, 
if we can go into the conspiracy for a moment, mm-hmm. when Black Lives Matter started, we all said, watch, COVID-19 is going to go away during all this, but the second Trump starts having rallies, COVID-19 is going to come back. And without missing a beat, that is exactly what has happened. Right. And even in the middle of this, they're going to try to lock us all back down again. Because this is, this is what I'm truly starting to believe. They don't want people to show up to vote. I, I truly, truly believe that now. I would not be shocked if the presidential debates end up being virtual. I would not be Sad shocked. Day. Okay, I would not be shocked that that happens. And I would not be shocked if, this, if COVID-19 becomes even bigger of a deal than it is now or it was in the beginning come November. Yeah. Okay, because it's already said that come the fall and the winter times, COVID-19 is probably going to come back, just like the flu. There is really no flu season anymore. The flu's year-round these days. Okay, you can get the flu anytime. All right, are there some points that are worse? Sure, but the flu, you can get the flu anytime, literally. Well, I think COVID-19 is probably going to end up being the same thing. Well, you got COVID. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and that's what people do. Uh, if I get the flu and I tell Jake, yeah, I'm going to be out of work for a couple of days. I got the flu. Jake doesn't like do GoFundMe pages and support groups for Graham because he has the flu. Everybody's like, oh, man, yeah, that sucks. The flu's terrible. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be fine in a couple of days. Shut up and get over it, people. I mean, we can't we can't do this. You yeah. cannot do this. It is as simple as that. The answer is negative. We can't do it. And I just think that it's crazy well, what's happening. It's total hypocrisy uh, from the Democrats, but no surprise. I mean, before Black Lives Matter, uh, the cases were starting to drop, right? And within a matter of a couple of weeks, Trump's economy instantly turned around, right? And it started building back up. And the Democrats were like, oh, I thought this would take a little bit longer. So how are we going to put this coronavirus back in the news? Uh, Whoever's running this, you know, on a conspiracy side, like the deep state, they're pretty good at it. And and they say things like, you know, you're protecting other people when you wear the mask. Um, If all those other people are wearing masks, why does it matter if I wear a mask? They say multi-generational homes. Well, then it's on those young people living in the home with grandma that have to wear a mask. Why is it my fault? You know, it it just doesn't make any sense. And the hypocrisy, like Chicago over the weekend, you know, Black Lives Matter, but then you have 15 dead in Chicago. Silence. But can we not also talk about the realities of life to some extent, too? Why do people die in their older age? Because their body's weaker. Their immune immune systems are weaker. Normal sicknesses eventually. Is it horrible? Of course it is. But that's also like a part of life. Like people die. Right. From just falling down and breaking Yeah, from falling down. They die going to sleep in their older years. Uh, Our bodies deteriorate. We become susceptible to things. That's how you die. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I want people to die, but I'm also saying what part of this is also just the normal cycles of life that in your 80, 90 years, immune compromised bodies, eventually a sickness takes you out. I mean, yes, is it? Of course, I'm not negating that losing a loved one is horrible. I just lost my grandfather a couple months ago, right before all the COVID-19 stuff happened. For all I know, maybe he had COVID-19. That's what took him out. They weren't testing back then. I mean, he went to bed one night, 
having trouble breathing because he was 90, mm-hmm. didn't wake up. Maybe it was COVID-19. Who knows? Who knows? But the point is he was 90. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and granted, it still hurts me to talk about that, but that's life. That's life. Yeah. People die from life. If you live into your eighties and nineties and you die from a, from a virus, Hey man, you won. In my opinion, you won. You didn't die in a car wreck. Nobody shot you. You didn't have cancer. Uh, you got to see your kids and your grandkids have kids. I mean, you know what? Anyway, we'll get off this topic, but I mean, sometimes I feel like people live in this la la land where they don't realize that everybody dies. Yeah. The news is thrilled since coronavirus is coming back on. Oh man. Their ratings. They were worried about what they were going to do. We can put the numbers back up. Have you noticed that people are starting to care less and less about black lives matter again? It had like its surge wave, yeah. and now all of a sudden everybody's just like, yeah, whatever, man. Right. You know, I don't give a crap. You're going to change everything. Sure. Why not? Can we get back to normal life again? And in about two years, uh, everything's going to jump back to normal. You're going to end up needing the police. So let's talk about the police, actually. So this mm-hmm. was a funny story that happened. And then we're going to get into what you were saying. Well, this leads into Chicago and New York uh, over the weekend. Um, So the Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously 12 to nothing to remove the language, I guess, in the, you know, the city's charter or constant, whatever it is that 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 mandates a police force. Okay, Mm -hmm. they voted unanimously to change that wording, which is the first step to. Not defunding, but dismantling the police. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, Graham, who cares? But because things like that, you have to put up to public forum and citizen debates and stuff. And they're right. By the time it gets to that, it's not going to happen. It's just right. not because normal citizens are like, you mofos are stupid. Uh, but here's the ironic part. The people, the city council members that voted to dismantle the police over the past two weeks have spent 62000 thousand or forty five hundred bucks a week on private security yeah i thought it was forty five hundred a day that's what i mean forty five hundred a day excuse me forty five hundred a day (laughs) on private security there's videos there's tiktok videos of uh police officers posting videos that saying uh that rallies or protests are calling for police assistance for the protests, which is a normal thing. Actually, most people who peacefully protest, uh, apply to have the police show up and have a presence there. (laughs) What are the rallies? The defund the police rallies (laughs) Yeah, are requesting that police come help them have this peaceful protest for them to lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. It's like, it's like your wife telling you to watch the kids while she goes on a date with another person. Yeah. I mean, it's as ridiculous as that. Hey, do you mind watching the kids tonight so I can go on a date with this other dude? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the same, it's the same type of ridiculousness. Uh, I, 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 hang on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say anymore, ladies and gentlemen, except that. Hold on. Dan Crenshaw is writing me <laughs> one second. I can't multitask. Uh, let's see. Anyway, sorry about that. I can't multitask at the same time. The, the only thing that scares me the most, Jake, is that we 
have literally like like our our call rate is about a hundred percent right now on what we've said is going to happen. Watch this happen. Watch them do this. Watch this go down. And everything is happening. How people can look at everything that's going on, how people can pull footage of the things we've said months ago, and now it's happening and go, Trump's racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? How can you do that? Two years ago, I I posted a video of this. Two years ago, Tucker Carlson had a conversation with an attorney named Monique Presley. Okay? And in the conversation, this was two years ago now. This was two years before George Floyd. He posed a question to her. It's like, okay, you got two people for a job interview. And if it comes down to qualifications, the only thing that's different is the color of their skin. He didn't say who got the job, but she automatically cut in and said, because the white one has benefited for 350 to 400 years of privilege and therefore should be passed over for the black person. Okay. That's an old dude. That's the, well, yes. Okay. Yeah. You show me a 350 year old. I mean, that man should get whatever he wants. All right. But anyway, that's the mindset. Yeah. Like there is. And then he was like, uh, he was like, isn't that the definition of racism? She goes, no, that's not racism. That's virtually like getting what you deserve. And, you know, we're not going to override the stain of slavery until we get, uh, we get all this stuff in return. Mm-hmm. I, I would have thought that overriding the stain of slavery would be, you know, equal rights and a black president, but right. you know, maybe uh, she's on Fox news. That's yeah. the thing too. Chick, if you were really oppressed and racism was alive and well in America, you wouldn't be on Fox news. Yeah. Or what about a, they didn't interview black people back then. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What about a poor, uh, you know, working class guy from Appalachia who family was all on drugs, poor his whole life, worked his way up, who has descendants that were Irish slaves, had no, you know, privilege at all. And he gets to that position, but he should get passed over because he's white, not because of his history or his class or anything like that. Strictly his skin color. Yeah. That's what affirmative action is. Yeah. No, and, and, and that's the thing. So Terry Crews, and I know we talked about this again, but Terry Crews prophesied it almost. He said for one side to demand that the other side do exactly what they want for there to be peace, that's not equality. That's black supremacy is what that is. It's the same thing. So the very people who claim that they're anti-racism are blatantly doing racist things. Right. The Black Lives Matter, like, main person said that if you don't do what we want, we're going to burn... Sean King. uh, No, no, that wasn't Sean King. It was the other guy. Sean King said about... Churches, Jesus. Yeah, Churches and Jesus. I can't remember this other dude's name, but he was on a Martha McCollum show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he said that if you don't do what we want, then we're going to burn this establishment down. He said, now, that could be metaphorically or that could be for real. I don't know. You know, like that. Those were his exact words. Condoning violence. You know, if you don't do exactly what we want, we're going to burn this thing down. Yeah. And you hear so many examples like this Baltimore cop. He was a white cop in Baltimore and this mob of people surrounded him saying, get your white face out here. This place ain't safe for white folks. 
It's like flip that around and try and imagine a world where that entire situation was flipped around. Well, well, it already is. uh, Well, it's not being flipped around, but that's happening everywhere. So Oregon passed uh, the face mask thing that you had to wear a face mask if you were in public, except unless you're black. A person of color. If yeah. you're a person of color. Everyone but white people. Then you don't have to wear a mask because they don't want you to be a victim of profiling. See, that doesn't make sense, though, because are they going to get sicker now? Are the people of color going to get sick from no, the because, virus? No, they're immune because they have the woke antibody. Oh, there you go. You know, they have the antibody of wokeness and the COVID-19 virus does not attack woke individuals right they only attack us racist conservatives all right that's the way it goes all right so uh we have some more things to talk about but before we do let's get into our next sponsor all right i target pro 2020 has reminded us about the importance of self-reliance we have seen covid and civil unrest bring out the worst in some people and the fact is the police can't be everywhere all at once that's why it is so important to be properly trained if you are a gun owner iTarget pro is one of the best ways to dry fire train with your gun at home using their proprietary app and laser bullet it's convenient safe and will save you a ton of money on ammunition Plus, you don't need to wear a mask to use it. Dry fire training will develop muscle memory, help with target reaction speed, side alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 and 5.56. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code GRAHAM. Don't let circumstances dictate whether or not you're going to train. Take back control with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, offer code GRAHAM. All right, so let's talk about cancel culture a little bit here. Um, there is growing just everything to change the names of everything. Um, and I'm going to get into the main one I want to talk about because everyone has blown me up about it. But before we do that, let's talk about, let's see, L'Oreal, the makeup thing, yep. will no longer be like, uh, they'll no longer call it whitener or light, light, lightning or whatever, like anything to deal with it be, being lighter shade. They're getting rid of it. Uh, realtor companies will no longer refer to, to the master bedroom as the master bedroom. Are you? Is that a joke? No, I'm serious. Oh my! I mean, goodness. for real, it's not. It's not like realtors across the board, but there is a realtor company. What about that, master chess players. That, that you, no, you wow. can't do that. And somebody was like, uh, "Well, what are we going to do with all these people with master's degrees?" Yeah. What What are we going to do? What are we going to do then? Uh, and it is. It is absolutely crazy, man. It, it, it is nuts. Um, you want to talk about a way to wake up racists, like racists that have just been in dormant and put all their racist views behind them. This is how you do it. You start trying to take their race off the face of the earth. That's what they're, they're going to get pretty upset with that, man. Well, the white house, the white pages, like, are we getting rid of everything with the word white in it? So, uh, a couple people retweeted the fact that, the Washington Post said, is it time for us to talk about George Washington who owned over yeah. 300 slaves? And it's like, your name is the Washington yeah. Post. What the crap are you talking about? Look, guys, if we can't hold, and there was a, there was a video that I posted on my page of new-aged black people and older 
uh, generation black people. Uh, and it was over the Lincoln statue in Boston. Um, there are a lot of people that think that we should take down the Lincoln statue because it shows Lincoln with his hand out, stretched out, and it is a slave on his knees, no clothes, and like chains off of him. Basically showing in a picture, Abraham Lincoln freeing the slaves. Like that's what it represents, Mm -hmm. right? Any sane human being knows that. But the new generation says that it shows a superiority of a white man over a black man. And uh, the older generation of black people were basically saying, uh, how how can you erase history? How can you do that? This is a symbol of when the tide turned for us. You know, this is a symbol of when it started to right the ship. And then a black lady got on there. I don't know her name. And she was like, she was like in Germany, they still have the concentration camps up, Mm -hmm. like not running, but they're still there. And they're like, Hey, go look, this is what happened. This is why we can never allow something like that to happen again, because here are all the wedding rings. Here are all the shoes of people that were like, this was the atrocity that happened. And we can never allow that as a people to happen again. Anybody who denies the history of the Holocaust is called a what? Holocaust denier. A Holocaust denier. That is not a good thing. Like people will annihilate you for that. So are we going to have slavery deniers now? Yeah. Slavery never happened. And then you hear somebody, this is the thing that, that, that hurt me the most in that particular video is you hear somebody yell in the background. I will never teach my children about slavery. I'm assuming it was a white person. Sounded like a white person. I don't mean to, you know, profile. It was a Karen. It sounded like a Karen. Okay. What a horrific, horrific parent. If you don't teach your children the truth, then they are doomed to be horrible people. And they're they're doomed to repeat it. Okay? Uh, I'm pretty sure somebody else wanted to erase history and rewrite it the way that he wanted to write it. Uh, That guy was named Hitler. (laughs) But, you know, uh, God forbid you say that Black Lives Matter is on the same same level as that. But they're getting there. They are getting there. There are definite similarities for show. The frustrating part about that video is that these older black people that were talking were around during the civil rights movement. Yes. Like they know what real racism actually looks yeah, like. And then you have That's this eight, 18 year old girl who's like, why aren't you on our side? Yeah. You know, we know what we're I talking about. I could be about. your daughter. I could be your, I could be your niece. Yeah. We're the same. Why are you fighting me? And then these old, older black men are just like, we ain't fighting you. You crazy. What is wrong with yeah. you? It's like, you don't know the history about yeah. the statue. Shut up. Yo, no, know, what it is, is a bunch of over entitled just D bags Mm -hmm. who have benefited from the awesomeness that is America. Mm -hmm. And you are simply using, um, what's the word? It's not racism. You're using the fact that maybe you weren't good enough or maybe you weren't qualified enough. Do you know how many times I've had other people tell me you're just not good enough for this has nothing to do with my whiteness. Just has to do with the fact that you suck at some things. But you don't have a victim mentality. So you take that and you learn from it and you take responsibility and fix the problems that you have to become a better person. I got passed over for black people all the time in the army for promotions. 
You didn't you didn't see me go, well, the Sergeant Major's black, so he picked the black guy over me. No, that dude could run faster than me. That dude had another school that I didn't have. Or sometimes it just comes down to the fact of if if people are equal across the board, there's only one spot. They right. just got to pick somebody, man. Right. It has nothing to do with anything other than you got to pick one. If we're going like entirely equality by race and it has to be the equal amount, the NBA is going to suck. Oh, like, it's not going to be fun. Football is going to suck. The NBA is going to suck. Yeah. Baseball will probably be okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hockey. Hockey will be fun. NASCAR. Uh, oh, oh no. But anyway, that that look. Tosh.0 said it several years ago in, in a in a stand-up special. He was like, you know what? Just for once, I wish an announcer for sports would just be honest and say, dang it, all black people are fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, you know, I just wish people would be honest. It's not racism. There's a, there's a reason that 70% of the NFL are black people. Yeah. There is a reason for that. And it has nothing to do with being racist. It's just matter of fact, man. Some people are better at certain things. It's not. Right. And then, and then some people don't fall into that mold. Sometimes there's white people that are better in the NFL at certain things than black people. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it doesn't fit. Everybody is different, man. And, right. But, but, but let's get into the thing that a lot of people want me to talk about. And so Mississippi is huge in the news right now because Mississippi is, uh, you know, the house and the Senate of Mississippi have already voted to change the Mississippi state flag. And so now it's got to, they actually have to decide upon a new flag the citizens get a say, and then the governor will sign it. So, so the Mississippi flag is fixing the change. And uh, so, for those of you who don't know, I am born and raised in Mississippi. Um, the Mississippi flag has the Confederate flag in it. It's the only state that has that. Um, and so, it has been the topic for a long, long long time. I remember probably 20 years ago when I was in high school or middle school, they tried to change it and it didn't happen. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people have asked my opinion on it. I know a lot of people from Mississippi that are 100% against it. I know a lot of people that I grew up with in Mississippi that are 100% for it. Um, you know, how do I feel about the state flag? Well, I think it kind of goes down to me how I feel about the Confederate flag. Uh, I am a legit Southerner. Obviously, anyone who knows any Civil War history knows that Grant emerged himself as a major general leader uh, and a national known person for his uh, overtaking of Vicksburg. And that really, really changed the course of the Civil War uh, between the Union and the South, the Battle of Vicksburg in Mississippi. Okay? Anybody that knows anything about Civil War knows that. Um, <clears throat> to me, now this is me speaking. I have always been very indifferent to the Confederate flag. All right. And that's just, that's just me being honest. Okay. Some people from Mississippi get super pissed at me over that. It doesn't mean I get it. You know, I understand. I understand that there were black people that fought in the Confederate army. I get it. Okay. I understand. Uh, to me, uh, it is a part of history. Do I think that we should completely eliminate the fact that the Confederate flag ever existed? No, I think it should be in museums. I really do. That, that's me personally. 
I think the Confederate flag obviously needs to be in a museum. It needs to be remembered. Um, <clears throat> but I'm indifferent to it. I'm not one of those people that's like, bull crap, we're flying the Confederate flag. We're proud. I could care less. And, and that's just me. If it's truly one of those things, for obvious reasons, that the majority of people are uncomfortable with it, fine. Put it in the museum. I mean, that's where I stand on it. And so if you take that same aspect of the Confederate flag in general for me and attach it to the state of Mississippi, I'm indifferent to it. Yeah. If they want to, if they want to change it, cool. I mean, Mississippi's known as the Magnolia state. So obviously to me, it makes a lot of freaking sense. Put a freaking Magnolia on the flag. Yeah. There's a freaking palm tree or because South Carolina is the Palmetto state. So there's like a tree and a crescent moon on the state here because they're known as the Palmetto state. Yeah. So there you go. It makes rational sense to me. Uh, Mississippi's the Magnolia state. Put a Magnolia on the flag. Sure. Why not? Uh, I, I truly am in, indifferent to that. Yeah. Uh, you want to know why? Because I, man, growing up in Mississippi, Mississippi. Now, this is a fun fact a lot of people don't know. Mississippi, the state, is the most urban populated state in the country. Do you know that? Over like Wyoming? Yes. Dang. Like, like Jackson, Mississippi is 80, the state capital is like 80% urban. Oh, or yeah, I was thinking rural for some yeah, reason. No, Urban. no, I was wondering what you were talking about, but I wasn't going to bust you out on the show. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, yeah, that and makes sense. so if you're talking about per capita of people in the state, Mississippi is the most urban hmm. populated state in the country. I could see that. Okay. And so I grew up around a lot of black people, a lot, like a lot, lot, lot. Okay. And here's another thing that people don't understand. All right. Some of the most liberal cities and liberal states are states that have very few black people. Yeah, that's a fact. So Alyssa's uh, oldest sister lives in Oregon. Okay. She's lived in Oregon her whole life. And anytime she would come visit down in the South, she would be kind of not weirded out because she's got no problem with black people, but she would be taken aback by how many black people there were. Because in Oregon, 20, 30 years ago, there weren't that many black people up there. You know what I'm saying? And so I grew up around a lot of black people. So I truly don't care. Whatever, man. You know, I mean, if it makes people happy and, and it, it calms a lot of unnecessary kind of division. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think we should eliminate that flag. I think you retire it. That's what I think. I think you retire the flag in official fashion. And you put it in a museum. I, 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 I'm I'm completely for change. I'm not pro erasing things. See, I think people would say that's their same argument towards the statues. Put them in a museum. You know, it's at what point do we stop the, with the cancel culture thing? Like, I have no dog in the fight with the Confederate flag either. But it's like, no, take that down. Okay, so racism's over now, finally, because we took it off the flag. No, no nothing will get better. I am not pro canceling history either. I think if you retire the flag and you move it to a museum, I don't think that's canceling the flag. Sure. I think that's putting it in history. That's what I think. Yeah, and I, th I think that flag stood for all the values of the South, you know, which was way more than slavery. Yes, that was the big oops 
uh, about the Confederacy, but they also yeah. stood for law and order. They stood for states' rights. Like the war was not just about slavery. Oh, I think everybody course. knows that. Lincoln said it himself. We all know what he said. So for them, it is heritage, the old heritage, not hate thing. It, it's a lot deeper. Neither one of those soldiers on either side gave a damn about the slaves. I'll just put it out there. Yeah, so. a lot of them, a lot of them just simply fought because their their state was in a war. Yeah, and, and they uh, just one southerner said, "I'm fighting because you're here. You're well, in my backyard." Well, that's why Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee was the one they wanted to lead the Union armies. Yeah. And he said, said, at the end of the day, I got to stay with uh, Virginia. Anyway, again, to me, I am am not, I am very anti-cancel culture. I don't think retiring a flag is canceling the history of it. See what I'm saying? Like, like I yeah. like, like 30 rock. So, so let's go to TV or something. 30 rock, just removing the episodes. Like they never happened right. with blackface stuff. That would be cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we eradicated the Mississippi flag, removed it from the history books, burned every single one of them and never spoken of it again, that would be cancel culture to me. Shouldn't it be a state's like the citizens, right? Like, shouldn't there be a vote to change? Well, the flag? well they will. Okay. And, and so like, 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 like the, you have to in the state house the state senate vote to bring it to the table mm-hmm. and then a design has to come to the table and then yes and then mail in votes well <laughs> yeah uh you know yes no you're you're exactly right the state has to has to has to do and that. if the state votes on it then sure whatever the state has the whole and right that's to what do i'm the, saying yeah. okay if the majority of people vote to change it cool now the flip side to that is if the majority of people vote not to change it, you got to respect what the people of that state say to do. Yeah, I mean, that's the result. And, and so, you know, that's what happened 20 years ago. They tried, and they didn't get the votes to do it. And so I think, obviously, this time is going to be different. Uh, that, but That flag doesn't make people racist. No. Those people are already racist. Absolutely. And, and again, I am indifferent. It's like smoking weed. We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. Smoking weed's against the law in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. Because it's illegal. That's why I don't do it. Okay. If it becomes legal or not, I could care less. Like, you know, I truly am yeah. indifferent to it. You know, whatever happens, happens. If people want to smoke it, cool. I'm not going to rat anybody out. I don't care. I mean, I truly don't. I am completely and utterly indifferent to the weed issue. I feel kind of the same way about the flag. If, if, if Mississippi votes that they want to change it, cool. Let them change it. Yeah. If they vote to keep it, shut up. Let them keep it. Yep. You know. I mean, it, 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 that's that's the way. That's the way that democracy that, that I feel about it. All right, let's get into we the people holsters, and this is a good lead into our final uh, thing I want to talk about. Record numbers of people are buying guns and ammunition for the first time. If you are one of them, please be safe and please holster that new handgun in a we the people holster. Starting at just $39, We The People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly and made right here in America. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. Now is the time to support American companies. Go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com. 
holsterhome.com slash Graham to get yours. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. Satisfaction guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right, last but not least, let's talk about the St. Louis couple who is all over the internet right now for uh, defending their property with an AR-15 and a pistol uh, with Black Lives Matter protesters. Now, there is a... It's so funny how truly divided we are by a video because there are half the country that's just like, those people should be arrested for pulling weapons on peaceful protesters. And then the other side is like, buy more guns right now for this very reason. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is what a lot of people are negating because they didn't do their research is they are negating two things. One, the rumor on the street is these people are Democrats that pulled the guns, (laughs) you know, so there's first, but the bigger thing and the true thing that I can confirm is that these protesters actually walked through a gate to get on this private street that went right by. It's a mansion. Let's just be honest. This dude is filthy freaking rich. So they actually went through a gate onto this private street. So they had already crossed the threshold of you're fixing to get shot. Okay, let me tell you, since we just talked about Mississippi, let me tell you something about (laughs) Mississippi. You touch the mailbox in Mississippi, they will shoot you in your face. (laughs) I'm just being honest. And you know what? That's the law. You touch the mailbox. By God, you're getting shot. And that's just all it is, because that is your property, period. I say bravo to these people. I thought it was great, because you know what didn't happen? There wasn't a single freaking problem. Right. Did nobody step foot on that finely manicured yard? <laughs> Didn't nobody throw nothing? Didn't nobody graffiti the house? Didn't nobody set nothing on fire? You wonder why? Because there was a dude standing there ready to shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. Did he shoot anybody? No. It's amazing how that happens. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, what were the Black Lives Matter protesters doing? They were going to, I think it was the mayor's house. To de- or the mayor's mansion or whatever to demand his resignation. So uh, they were on like the same like private kind of street that the mayor lives on. Mm. Okay. So you already are on a place that you ain't supposed to be on. Okay. Um, and uh, I think that that is a 100% just testament to the fact buy more guns. Yeah. Buy more guns. Because, look, man, there was like 20 people out there. There's probably more. I only saw like 20-something people in the video of the angle that it was. I don't know how many people were there specifically, but there were only two people on that property. And two people kept a mass of people where they wanted them to be because they had guns. Yeah. Well, you can't say peaceful protests anymore. No. Like, that has been How do they know? thrown out the window. How do they know that it's going to be a peaceful protest? How many of those peaceful protests started off peaceful and then became riots? riots? And then the leader of Black Lives Matter says, go burn churches. Yeah. Go. How do you know? Is that, a, is that a chance you're willing to take with you, your family, and your property? Not me. I'm not. You ain't coming nowhere close to my house. You touch my mailbox, I'm shooting you. I'm sorry. I won't aim for your face, but I'm shooting a kneecap out. I'm just being honest. I'm being for real. My house is on a hill. 
I got the high ground. I'm opening up the top window. I'm not even stepping Graham outside. Graham Allen calls to shoot peaceful person. No, no. You <laughs> step onto my yeah. personal property, you are no longer a peaceful protester. It's as simple as that. And that's what a lot of these ignorant fools don't understand. Right. In fact, a peaceful protest, Entitled. you actually have to apply for a permit, and they give you a section where you're allowed to go for how long you're allowed to go there. Okay? You can't just start walking around places and claim that it's peaceful protest. Right. That's not how that works. Okay? The second that you dip a toe on somebody's private property, you will be shot. Mm-hmm. Because you are not a protester. You are an intruder. Okay? That's what people in 2020 just do not understand. There is a very fine line between a protester and an intruder or a trespasser. Right. Okay? Someone's personal property is never a place where you can protest. Right. Ever. You what? cannot do that. Why does your right to peaceful protest trump his right to protect himself yeah. and defend his property? Yeah. If it's the middle of the night and you see five or six or a hundred people walking up to your house... What are you going to do? You're going to shoot them. (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing. I'm telling you right now, I got a high ground. I don't even have to come out of the house. I will have the Creedmoor sticking out the top window. And if you come anywhere, you step foot on my, I'm shooting you. I'm just being honest. I am shooting you because when it comes to my children in the back, I don't know you and I don't trust you. I don't trust hardly anybody. Right. Much less people I don't know. And when my babies are in the house behind me, that's just the way the world works, I don't people. Care who you are. I don't care who you are. Okay? If honestly, never mind, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> never, I'll tell you afterwards. I don't want I don't want to, to get raided. Anyway, the point is Buy more guns, people. Uh, We're seeing every single day that uh, the Second Amendment is even more important than ever. That's all we have for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are four weeks away from the official launch of my book, America 316. You can still pre-order your copy right now by going to America316.com and get yours today. Jake, where can they find you? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And of course, I'm Graham Allen. That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast and we'll see you all again next time. See you.